Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to WWW. What happened this week in the world, and what did the word say about it? I'm Ken H. coming to you live from Houston, Texas. Always a pleasure. I hope your week was well. I had a fantastic good week and lots to share with you as to this week's topic, crystal clear in my mind from across the board and across the land. New to the program, thank you so much. Welcome to the fastest 25 minutes of your life. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. What a week. We are in the middle part of August, still hot here in Houston, hot probably where you are as well. I've heard from people all over the country. It is hot where they are, so there's no doubt about the heat wave that is passing, the fires that continue to rage across the lands in California, in Greece. Those fires continue to cause dramas and problems. What stuck out this week to you? What clearly stuck out to me this week, of course, probably because of a private life, but also because of the regular life, families. Families were impacted this week. Families had a big play in this week's events. These family events, whether it was a private family event, your family event, a family event, the public's family event, lots of family events were occurring, whether it was an Obama's birthday party or Joe Biden, unfortunately, and his Hunter Biden struggles and dramas. Those families were there. There's families, of course, that we deal with in your own life. Everybody's got a family. Everybody's got a story. And it was so clear this week. So many families were being impacted on the decisions of our governments, the land decisions across the world, the decisions in other areas. They are just happening, and it was so crystal clear. I couldn't get away from it, and I'll share with you as we begin. Again, those new to the program, we're grateful you joined. Thank you for coming. Those faithful, I do appreciate your letters and your notes, and I, again, am always glad to share them with you and share them with ourselves. So, families. Everybody's got the family. You've got the family unit. You've got the family extension based on marriages. You've got the extended families based on uh, nieces and nephews and uncles and aunts. And you've got then the grandma-grandpa stories, the mother and father stories, the husband and wife stories. All those stories make up, accomplish the unit called family. And there are those families that are doing it right, those families that are struggling, those families that have problems. They have the one member, the seven members, the several members. It's all about many of the reality programs, right, that we see on these TV today's about the families, Terry Bradshaw's family, the comedy show uh, on the TV families. They are family reality programs. So everybody's got a family discussion story, whatever. Sadly, if you're the President of the United States and you're Joe Biden, you're struggling with your son, Hunter. We're not about to beat up on the fact that the son has obviously problems, obviously legitimate uh, internal struggles of his own personal life, whether it's the drugs or the sex or the whatever. He needed to validate it. He needed to video it. And another round of those computer problems showed up again for the Biden family. Is it a national security risk? Is it not? Is it a drama? We'll not discuss it on this issue except to stay in tune. Poor Joe and Jill have to deal with their son Hunter and his misgivings, his mistakes, and his very public 
reviews. The world now has seen and they get a chance to see these problems, these videos in full light. And some of us, of course, would love for our private matters to stay private, and that's wonderful. Deal with them privately, have them privately. And then there are those that reach the surface and the entire world gets to see them. So it's a tough, it's a tough play if you're the Bidens right now. Your family once again is in the spotlight based on your son's dealings and the son's drama. I got a chance to go to Oklahoma this week, folks, and see my parents. I got a chance to spend some time with my mother. I got a chance to spend some time with my father. And it's a fantastic experience when you get to see those people and know them and love on them and share those stories. For those that have any parent in the dementia world or in the Alzheimer's world, I am coping with that in my mother's situation. And let me just tell you, I personally feel that she's still there. Her body may be given out. Her mind and her body are not together. That's clear. But you see, as you talk to her and you share stories, it's basically one-sided, of course, but you share those stories and you see the glitter in her eyes when you touch on a subject that she remembers and she lightens up and those pupils get a little big. And, and, and it's exciting to see and a smile comes on her face and you get to smile and know, yes, I know, Mother, the body's not working, but I know your mind is right with me. And those are these great moments. And then you've got your father time, and your father, of course, has got all the wisdom that anyone could ever hope to ask. I was glad to, to, to share a story, very funny. I had uh, been to an, uh, a symposium, and you have those tables out. Everybody's got these tables, and you grab as many pens and memory sticks and notepads as you can because they're all for free, and you just grab them, and you have them at the house. And, Everybody needs a notepad. Right? I thought I'd take a notepad to my father who's kind of uh, doing his physical therapy, and, and so I thought he'd enjoy a little notepad. Well, his first reaction was, I don't need a notepad. What do I need a notepad for? Well, you give it to him and smile, thinking that you did a good notepad and pan free. didn't cost you nothing. Who cares? It was the thought that counts. Right? Right? Sure enough, I come back the next day, and there are notes across the nurse's station, across his room. I get a note. When my sister-in-law and brothers will come, they'll get notes. He is note crazy. And he happened to admit, I love the notepad. So you like to get it right sometimes. And though it's always fun to keep working and keep doing what you do because you know that it's time. And everybody's got their notepads to make their notes. Father journey, mother, father journey, you've got your kids journey. Everybody's got a family unit, right? What kind of family units can we talk about? Well, you've got your work family, right? Those people you see every day at your work. They've, you spend more time at work than you do at your own family. And so there's a work family that you have to deal with. And just like your regular family, there are those that you get along great with, those that you may not get along so well with, and those that you don't like at all and yet they're a part of the work family. You've got a school family. Your kids have got school friends, school teachers, school administrators. You've got teachers that you know, the administrators there. Big fights going on across the land on the critical race theory and those families are fighting to save what they feel to be best. 
you've got a social family, your social media, Facebook friends, your Instagram friends, your Snapchat friends, your Twitter friends, all those social media people that you know and would consider your your family, everybody, hey fam, hey fam, that's always on the Twitters or the Instagrams and the Facebooks, hi fam, hey Facebook fam, so you've got those fams. And then you've got, your, of course, your immediate family based on your father, your mother, the children, the grandparents, mother, grandmother, grandfather. Then you've got your in-laws, the aunts, the uncles, the nieces and nephews, and it extends out to the in-laws. And so this family unit is just huge and big, and there's a whole encompassing deal with the family, and you do your best Hopefully some of our stories and some of our messages lately have been helpful when it talks about uh, listening. Who are you listening to and how do you keep the peace and the calm and can you be okay? Who's in control? Those kind of things you want to listen to and try to remember as we go through the family unit and you realize I'm a part of it. Am I the child? Am I the father? Am I the mother? Am I the in-law? Am I a grandparent? Right? The, uh, the comedian once said, you know, the grandparents come in, they start passing out money. And they, uh, the, the comedian said, well, I don't remember ever giving them me money, but of course they're now old people and they're trying to get into heaven, so they're buying everybody's favor. And so that's always fun. Grandparents have the ability to spoil the grandchild without any heartaches or any drama. And uh, could they have spoiled you? Well, they probably did, and you just don't remember. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe not. Well, we'll see. But families are big, and families had a big focus, whether it was the families all around the world or the families in town. How do we see them? Boy, it goes by quick. Travel and Leisure Magazine is always on hand to make sure you have all that you need. Take your family on a travel trip. Take your family on a travel and leisure trip. You'll get 12 issues. That's one year for $29.99. Because you're listening to this program and they're a sponsor, that's 58% off the price. 866-737-8037 or www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Travel and Leisure will get your family to its next destination. Promise. This goes fast. 25 minutes. Here we go. We're on the turn. We heard about the weekly activities. What in the world the world is talking about? The world is thinking about families. And so we're going to talk about families. What does the word say about families? There's a lot, a lot to be said about families in the word. There's a ton of information about families. I love my analytics. We'll start with the analytics. So if you were to think of the word family, type it into the old Bible computer, and you come up with 101 mentions of the word family. Okay? How about father? Oof. Well, father in the family, father, our father, Godfather, father, father, father. I mean, wow. If you type in father... 1,598, our biggest analytic number so far since the program began again. Mother has 305 notations and children, 
318 notations to talk about children. So family, what in the world is that? So much going on on the family. Wonderful connotations, 101 mentions of family. What are they mentioning? Well, of course, it was founded on the divine creation. Genesis right away, God intended for us to have a family unit based on marriage, based on monogamy, based on unity of the parents, like the family to stay together. The headship, of course, is the father, the husband. He is the one that's going to be, of course, in charge of that, and so that's great. And so you watch that closely. And so then you've got the subordinates, the children. The children are to be subordinate within the family unit. How does the family unit get discouraged? You say, can't my family unit, you know, there was only one Brady Bunch, right? There was only one TV family that was always seemingly perfect. Had some struggles, had some funny, but it was for the most part, it was a genuinely wholesome, normal family. They got the gold standard. They were always, always in good shape. Well, it gets disturbed when you bring in trouble, when there's polygamy, when there's jealousy, when there's hatred, when there's dissent amongst the family unit. Mom and dad don't agree on the, the issues, therefore the kids recognize that dissent and they now start to struggle. There's ambitions that go different. There's this incredible insubordination of the children and of course that struggles. That causes the problems. Well, how do you bring it back? How do you turn it back around? Well, you bring back unity to the family when, of course, the husband and wife are in lockstep. They agree on the ways to raise children. They agree on the, the punishments of problems. They agree on the ways to do it, and they support each other in those decisions. Not a good cop, bad cop, nothing like that in the unified unity of a family that's working well and healthy and growing. Parents and children have some sort of unity, some sort of blessings. We had this great Field of Dreams baseball game that the, the baseball, Major League Baseball put on this week. Kevin Costner did 30 years ago that incredible movie in Iowa where he created a baseball diamond and these old-time characters that had come from the, the, the afterlife came back in to play baseball again and he was going to lose his farm and he was talked into making the baseball field happen. They recreated that event this last weekend, and it was unbelievable, very emotional, very encouraging. Many fathers can relate to bonding with their sons on the baseball field, perhaps with the daughters on a softball field. That partnership between a parent and a child, those events you do together, those things you do together, obviously what brings unity with a family is the worship abilities, to worship together worship together, have faith together. Those things are brought together. Those things bring unity to the family. Well, then you talk about the head of the family. Well, there's the father. And 1,598 discussions, points, mentions, references to the word father, whether that's a holy father or a regular father or the father of nations or the father of the land. Lots and lots of mention of the word father. We're going to tone it down real simple. What is the duty of a father? What is the father's duty in the family? What is his duty? Well, obviously it is to love the family unit, love the wife, love the children, love, bring love into the house. First and foremost, we start with love. Genesis 37, 4 talks about the love 
of the father towards the family unit. The duties are to command the family, to be in charge of the family, to be responsible and to be in charge of the family, to direct the family. There's to be instructions, of course. The father is to instruct. The father is to guide and warn, not only to say goods and bads, but also to warn of dangers. The father figure is to warn and guide. The father figure is to train the family, whether it's to train himself into the ways that to be a good father or to train the children to encourage. There is rebuking. He has to discipline. The word rebuke, discipline, they go hand in hand. There is the rebuking part. The father and the mother, for unity's sake, should be on the same page, but it is ultimately the father's duty to rebuke the, the family unit. Restrain from punishment, restrain from pain, restrain from those things that are against the family unit. Those are things that the father is involved. Nourish the family, supply needs to the family, and not to provoke. So many stories we hear of the father and the son or the father and the daughter fighting, fighting, fighting against each other. They're going against each other. They're fighting. They just always constantly going at each other. And just it's such a waste. It's such a waste of spirit and such a waste of time. It's just not necessary. It's just not necessary. And you have to say to yourself, why, 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 why do we want to do that? And you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it because it's not necessary. And so we have to understand that there is that family unit that comes together and the children and the father and the children need to come together and be together. And that's what it's all about. And so we want to talk mother, of course. We mentioned the mother 305 times and children 318 times. What is your role as a child? I went to see my parents this week, and my role was not to be a doctor figure, not to be a medical figure, not to be a cheerleader. My, my role was to come and see my parents as the son, the middle son of three, and the son that wants to make sure his parents know that they're cared for and they're loved, they're respected, and that's a part of this. The children aspect, what are your characteristics? You're a child. Perhaps you're fortunate that your parents are still around and you have this ability to make these hangs happen like I did. See them, call them, visit them, show them some physical attention. That's awesome. If your parents have passed away, I'm so sorry for that, but you obviously perhaps have an opportunity to show some childlike to your work family, to perhaps a, an adult figure or an older figure in your life, perhaps from your life that you can respect and show some reverence, reverence to, that childhood characteristic is a big part of it. We are dependent. Children are dependent on the family, the parents, the mother, the father. We are immature in our nature. We are to be taught. We are foolish in so much of our ways. We lack humility many times. We don't appreciate. We don't understand. We have a need very clearly. It talks about, Proverbs talks about our need for instruction. We need to be instructed. We need to have instruction. 
we need to have influence of adults in our lives. We don't have it figured out. There was a great story, great joke that was mentioned years ago. A kid that was talking about his father and he was thinking his father didn't know anything and he was really frustrated because his father didn't know anything. He was 20 and he thought he knew everything. His father was really not helpful and not being very smart. And then later he grew up and he said at 25, he said, wow, I'm really impressed at what my father learned in these five years. <laughs> the joke, obviously, is the son grew up and realized the father knew more than he and always did and was telling him all the time that you need to be paying attention. You need to really kind of pay attention to those things. So it's very important for a parent towards the children. Your job, again, is to nourish them, to discipline them, to instruct them to employ them, help them get a job, help them get out and make their own living so they can get out from underneath your roof. Help them with the inheritance. The inheritance doesn't have to be financial, but it can be how are you leaving? What are you leaving for your children? Do your children know that you loved your wife, that the wife loved your, you as the husband, that you were in unity lockstep, that you desired for their growth, their benefit, their blessings? You gave the inheritance, not so much financially, but certainly you gave an inheritance of love. The duties to a child, to their parents, folks, we need to be obedient. We need to honor our parents. How many don't honor your parents? Honor your parents. Respect your parents. Care for your parents. Obedience to God when it comes to the child of the living God. So obedience to God. So those are things that you want to do when it comes to being a father, unity, father, instruction, father, encouragement, father, discipline, father, love. Children, respect, own it, discipline, Accept the discipline sometimes from your parents. Don't just allow them to, to say, oh, I'm disciplining you and it's going to hurt me worse than it hurts you, and you just kind of go, yeah, right. Uh. Please understand, your role is to understand that which God gave you. You have parents that care, care enough to try to discipline you, care enough to care about you getting the instructions, the proper directions, the proper encouragement, the proper future. That's the inheritance they're trying to leave you. They're not just being mean-spirited. They are trying to encourage you, discipline you, direct you, nurture you, all of those words, and you as the child. I'll be honest. Let's be honest. It was hard sometimes to hear my father go on and on about the world events and the life events and the vaccine versus non-vaccine, and I have to just listen. I have opinions on subjects. He has opinion on subjects. Sometimes we don't agree. Quite often we do agree, but often we don't agree. And I have to respect his opinion and mindful, close my mouth, close my spirit to just let him have those moments sharing with his son his opinions, sharing with his son those desires that are on his heart that he needs to share with somebody, and I'm there giving him. Again, at first, his first thought was, I don't need a notepad. Well, the very next day, I had a note, 
Everybody had a note. Everybody's going to get a note that comes to see him. So if you're my family listening to this program, get ready because my father has a note for you, and that's okay. That's what makes it fun. So we're grateful. We're always glad to be here, and boy, does 25 minutes go quick. We are done already. It's so hard to imagine that we have talked and we've been together and we've shared, but we have a family unit. We are a family on this broadcast. We're a family in this group together, and I'm grateful you've joined my little family on this 25-minute journey as we talk about the things that happen in the world this week and what does the Word say about them. Remember, we are all above all under one sky and I'm grateful you're here so you have a great week as we get started go and enjoy your family go and enjoy all that you have we're all blessed and we're so grateful to have it with you thanks and have a great rest of your week Ken H coming to you from Houston